Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another interview. And this week, we've got my man Polynesian Prince with me, as well as my co-host today, Bobby. Bobby, what up? What up? Dolph Ziggler's the man. Polynesian Prince, say hello to the crowd. What's up, brother, man? Thank you for having me, man. Oh, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for stopping by and dropping some knowledge, man. No, man. Anytime so, I can do that, man. Much appreciated. So, tell us a little bit about Polynesian Prince, man. How long you been in the business? Man, uh, myself, I've, I've actually been in the business, around the business technically, my whole life, but been in the business probably for about 13 or 14 years. Going now, it's just been fun, man, you know, been trying to do what I, just trying to follow the footsteps of my family and everybody, so. You say you got, you grew up around the business. Oh, man, do I? Um, yeah, my, my great uncle. Uh, the Wild Samoan Seagull and Wild Samoan Alpha, you know, WWE Hall of Famer, followed up by uh, Rakishi Fatu, Samu, TK, the Tongan Kid, everybody, you know, the Anawai family, period. That's 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 my family. My uncles being, being who they are has paved the way for us. And right now, I'm sure everybody knows who they are. It's uh, Roman Reigns and Jay and Jim Uso. <laughs> they love them, they hate them, but Yep. Nonetheless, you know, they're, they're putting on for my family and they're making it look good. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. They definitely are. So what's it like? What was it like growing up in that kind of just how often were you in a wrestling ring, like near one, in the gym? How how often was that a part of your life? Man, surprisingly, it's it was it growing up, it really wasn't all that much because, you know, them being gone so much and they really were trying to deter us from doing this. You know, they and it was just like our options were all right, stay in school, do your school, and if that doesn't work out, you know, and then come and wrestle. Well, you know, school, we did our thing for school and uh -huh. got jobs, and then eventually we're like, we're tired of this nine to five thing. We want to wrestle. So I know right? those guys are there, and I'm looking to follow in their footsteps as well. But man, as a kid, we had, we didn't, they didn't pressure us to do it. Okay. Well, that's cool. See, I, I was thinking, like, you know, if you come from the rural wrestling family that you do, like, maybe the expectations would be so high for you, like, you know, to have great in-ring work, great promos. But I mean, if there was no pressure, I mean, that's that's sick. Yeah, we that was, that was actually we we're pretty lucky about that. Um, the Samoan family, you know, they're they're more about family and they're more want them to be about their education and bettering themselves and not falling back into the island life mm -hmm. of being content with things. So, you know, they gave us the, uh, the attitude to work hard and not have to do it. But if, it, you know, something you wanted to do, then do it. And there is a lot of pressure there too, regardless if it's wrestling or not, we still had to sit there and do things right the right way. Okay. That's, that's good. So you still a lot of discipline. Yeah, a lot. Of, I also received a lot of discipline as well. <laughs> I can dig that. So when, when when did you start uh wrestling? You said 13, 14 years ago? Yeah, man. Uh I actually didn't move down here until 
2001 down to Florida here in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. I was always back and forth, always back and forth from from Seattle to here, from Seattle to California, San Francisco, Oakland, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was always back and forth. And, you know, I, when I finally came down here, moved down here, was was settled for a little bit. I was like, man, I'm going to do this wrestling thing. Okay. It turned out to be it turned out to be something I fell in love with, not just as a fan, but you know, as one of the boys. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Uh, who, what promotion are you wrestling for right now? Uh, right now, man, it's uh, it's CWF, Coastal Wrestling Federation. Uh, I'm playing. Um, it's it's a brand new promotion. We have our first show October 21st in Century, Florida. Um. Okay. But, I'm also at IPW Impact Pro Wrestling, which is in Valparaiso down here in Florida. Um, Revolt out in Alabama. Um, I'm just I'm bouncing around, you know. You travel. Yeah, you got some you got some contracts, buddy. Sheesh. Not the big not the contracts I want, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, you gotta start somewhere, bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's true. And I'm very humbled about for the experiences that they give me, you know. The, the opportunities they give me to showcase my talent and my work out yeah, in the ring to, for people. You should come wrestle down here at, uh, what is it, WXW in Mineola, Florida, my hometown. Oh, WX, that's my Uncle Arthur's promotion. I know. It's it's literally like I could walk there. It'd take me three minutes to walk there. Yeah, that's actually uh, in the works. You know, Really? Look at you, Bobby. Spoiling, spoiling events. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully in the next couple months I'll be able to get down there. And uh, showcase some talents for everybody down there, but also in uh, Allentown up at uh, C4 with my Uncle Sam. Okay. And being able to go over where, um, but mainly my main focus right now is on CWF. Uh, like I said, it's a new promotion. I was with <laughs> XW. I was with XW2000. Um, it was just so-called some uh, creative differences we had. Even okay. though that's my family and that's my uncle Sega, I love him. <laughs> you know, I wish him the best, but it was just some creative differences we had. And instead of something to where it would disrupt not just business relationships, but also intimate family relationships as well, I, I had to step away from that for a while. So nothing bit, you know, no hard feelings with that. Just I wish nothing but the best for him for right now and in the future coming. But my main focus is on CWF and me getting myself out there as long as as well as Marcus Gibbs, Dustin Briggs, Nathan Crown, and everybody else on that card that we have coming up. Oh, you got Dustin Marcus? Well, they've been friends of the podcast before. They, they, they've been on the heels. Yeah. Actually, you know, they're actually good friends of mine, man. Uh, I've known Marcus Gibbs for, for years. Dustin Briggs, man, he's, 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 a, he's a good guy. You know, they all are. Well, I wish, and, I wish I the best luck with your promotion, man. That's, that's a big step. That is a big is. step. It is. We, we, you know, uh, we're starting to realize that even though we think we got everything crossed up, and it, it's definitely something loosens up somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a lot of financial responsibilities too. You have to get a venue. You have to get a ring. You got to get a belt. How's that? How's <laughs> yeah. that belt looking? That's For real? How how is that belt looking? You ain't got another universal title, dude. God, I hope not. <laughs> God, I hope yeah. not. We got twelve universal titles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> one, one in every color of the rainbow. Yep, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. 
Um, That's awesome. No, uh, we're actually we have a we're gonna have a tournament coming up. Um, mm -hmm. That tournament is gonna be a King of Ring style type tournament. We'll have qualifying and everything. Oh, and in man. January, I believe, is whenever oh, we'll have the big blowout for the first ever CWF champion. Okay. So, okay. Keep us posted. Keep us in the loop for that. We'll definitely plug oh, that for you. Oh yeah, post it. Buy a replica belt. Oh, we actually don't even buy. We don't. We replica belts. Uh, I don't know. I don't. That's one thing I hate about the Indies is people with replica belts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they spend all that money on replicas when they can get one and create their own, and come up with their own for the same amount of money. But you know, that's just promoters. You know, that's just them. Oh, I don't. You say that, but I'm trying to design my me a Dolph Ziggler belt, and the guy that I'm going with to try to design it, he wants like fifteen hundred dollars for it. Jeez, man, a Dolph Ziggler belt. That's really? what I'm saying. Why? Dude, Dolph Ziggler is the man. You guys don't realize he is the man. But, you know, I think that's that's my fiance's uh, favorite wrestler as well. So why? A, she's a smart lady. Your fiance is a well, smart, smart lady. It's just her eye candy. I'm sorry. I mean, oh, is last, that what it is? Last, last night that Undertaker disrespect can't deal. Can't deal with it. I I loved it. I loved it. Can't deal with that disrespect. Disrespect. Fuck, he's the first. Triple H used to do that. So did Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but they're great champions. He's there. That's true. Uh, Everything they did was was in the '90s and the early 2000s. They pretty much did all that. Exactly. Playing and bitched about it. She's gonna yeah, she's gonna pick on a pick on a retired. They're trying to get like that attitude era back. That's what they're trying to do. Well, I'll tell you this: if they keep pushing it with Dolph, he might just get the job done because he he does he's doing a pretty damn good job with that though. He is. He's pissing everyone off, which is what they want to happen. So, I hope him and Rude have a good, good out. But back to you, Polynesian Prince. Yeah, yeah. What's your in ring work like? What's yeah, what's your in ring style, man? Um, I'm actually pretty much the old school Samoan guy, just like my my family, traditional family. Uh, oh, so no ring boots? Ring? You 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 wrestle oh. barefoot? Barefoot tape, black oh, tight. Wow. Yep. Um, I actually. Try to hone a lot of my work after after another family member of mine, my uncle Eki, uh, mm -hmm. Umaga. I try to hone a lot of my work after him and what he did because at 350 plus pounds, that man can move like lightning. Yo, Umaga is one of the greats, man. Like I say that, like no, no, no hyperbole. The man could do things in a ring that no one else his size has ever been able to do. That's true, and that's that's that's. That's kind of like where my, I'm trying to peak myself to with him. You know, everybody else is, is great, but with him, because he, I, you know, he actually had gave me this chance once and took me up to Birmingham with him back in 2004, 2005. And was like, let's go. So I went with him. We went to Birmingham. He said, this is your tryout. I was like, all right. So he Try put me WWE? on. Well, it was, it kind of was. It really wasn't WWE as to say like that big, but it was for a promotion that was big, that was pretty big up there around that area, around like the Tennessee, Northern Alabama area, and all that. Okay, okay. So, but the, the experience of him just bringing me up there, man, and showing me everything, it it, it made me respect that a lot. He gave us a, uh, he would give me, he give me a lot of good tips about how to work in the business, how to carry myself, and who I need to be around, and who to watch out for, and all that. I mean, that's always good, man, to have, like, you know, someone that's been there and showing you around. 
and not necessarily like to get you a foot in the door, but like, you know, to let you know how things are going to be run. So you're prepared for that type of situation. Cause I'm sure there's a bunch of politics and wrestling and stuff like that too. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. No, 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 no politics and wrestling. No, come on. There has to be. Not even, man. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, man. Yeah, Bob, uh, you know everything's a conspiracy theory. Oh, well, shit. I, I, <laughs> I am totally fucking mistaken then. <laughs> um, no, nah, man. Yeah, you know, you you have it, you know, more more in some, some areas than others, you know. In other promotions, they, they, they carry themselves in different ways. Little corners here that whisper amongst the people to get people ousted and and whatnot, you know, but even yeah. in like smaller promotions, people try to oust people in smaller promotions. Yes, I figure that'd yeah. be where it's the worst, really. Yeah, yeah, because man, I mean, that's where you start. Not true. That's with the smaller promotions, it's more of the buddy buddy system, you know, it's like the homeboy, <laughs> it's more of I'm booking my friend and he's gonna get over because I say he's gonna get over. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, like we, that. we we talked to Marcus about that once about how he was the booker. I'm like, oh, do you book yourself? He's like, you damn right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, with booking comes power. We'll look at WCW. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, All right, so what what's your finisher like? Are you a super kicker? Are you a Samoan drop? Are you a splash? I've, what's I'm actually. Started. Uh, I've been doing the Samoan job for a long time, man, and uh, I've I've actually trying to get it to where I can make it look exact. I'm gonna tell you somebody that I follow with the Samoan job. As much as I love Eki Samoan job, uh, Matt Rosie, he uh, Matt and why he he did a Samoan job that I love so much, and I'm, it's his that I mimic, and make because okay. he used to jump like freaking five feet in the air and then just, bam, you know. Yeah, he did. And that, that was something I tried to do. I've also thrown the the Samoan splash from the top as well. Okay. My, and side note, my fiance hates it whenever I climb up because she feels like I'm going to hurt and break something. <laughs> you know, before I either jump or do whatever I'm doing, I always glance at her and I see her covering her face. And it's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> She's getting ready for that bump too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I probably missed as a <laughs> – I do a middle rope headbutt as well, a diving headbutt. Okay. Shit. At the face, I've I've probably missed I've probably missed ninety eight percent of the time. As a heel, I've probably hit ninety eight percent of the time. So <laughs> it's, it's just weird how that works, you know. That is true. Well, you got to be a heel then, man. Yeah, I know, man. But I can't because you know people get mad and. They call me Maui. Yeah, man, I, I get that name as well. I get the name Maui. You get called Maui? Yeah, they call me Maui at these shows. These kids and some of the – even some of the adults call me Maui. <laughs> is that from like that uh, Moana video? What yeah. Was that movie? Moana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> they scream. They scream, it's Maui. Wow. Dude, you should, just just walk, you, should, you should just walk out one time to like her song or whatever the fuck it is. I've actually done that before and the fish hook. Hell Yeah. <laughs> That's that's amazing, man. That's fan service right there. Look yeah, at I you. Do Please for the kids. It was awesome. 
you know, they loved it. So as long as they, as long as it got over with everybody, man, I'm cool with it. I'll do whatever needs to be done for the fans, you know, to get over with the fans. I feel that. That's very cool. That's a very cool thing to do. Great mindset to have too. Hell yeah. But fans are happy to come back. They pay more tickets, buy more merch. Damn right. Oh, how much merch you got out right now? Well, actually I'm in the works of making a shirt right now. Getting a, getting a new shirt right now. Uh, once it's done, I'll be sure to uh, send one of y'all a link to y'all so y'all can check it out. Oh, right. definitely, definitely. We plug those too. Wait, is it is it the Maui hook saying Polynesian Prince? It should be though. It <laughs> should be. Or it should be me holding the Maui hook. There you go. <laughs> you know, one thing I live by. Uh, William Regal said it best. Um, whenever he first they first came out with the whole NXT thing, was like, if you're not willing to make yourself look like a fool in this business to do what you need to do to get over with, then this is the wrong business for you. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I went to Kurt Angle's Hall of Fame induction and man did nothing but make fun of himself the entire time. And everyone ate it up. He right. put a little cowboy hat on. He chugged milk. He spit milk out like he was Triple H. It was great. I mean, yeah, it's because he's a character, man. A lot of these new cats aren't characters. There's no, there's no true gimmicks now, man. Everybody's a tough guy. Everybody's yeah, a fighter, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, exactly. you'd imagine if like, if Finn Balor did like a com- comedy thing, because you know he's a smaller guy, clearly not a tough guy. I don't give a shit what you say. He weighs you like mean, 180 pounds. You mean Enzo? If he was Enzo, pretty well. No, I don't want to say that because you hate Enzo. And he's trash, and now he's worse. He's even worse now. He's he's trying to make him a heel. He's a champion. He's a champion. He's going to be the most boring champion. He's going to make Ginger look good. Probably. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. (laughs) I like him him because he can talk. I like that he's a talker. I mean, he can talk on the mic, but he can't even cut the promos he used to. He can't even do the soft thing. He can't, he can't do anything that made him popular anymore. So what is he going to do? Come out and apparently, kick everybody in the dick every week? Apparently, he's yeah. going to sell the sauce. <laughs> That's what that and that stupid-ass jersey. Yeah, let's, probably, yeah, let's forget Enzo anywhere. We'll cut off the Enzo after I said some hateful things, and we'll just pick up some things later. Oh, uh, here, what, what should we uh, – all right, what do you want to talk about now? Uh – all right, so what made you guys start a different promotion besides, you know, I understand you guys, like you said, you had a difference of opinions, but you could have gone to another promotion. Why start your own? Man, you know, honestly, we wanted to be able to, to do something for ourselves as well because we feel there's actually other other talent out there that, that wasn't getting the right bookings for areas because, again, of the politics. And we wanted to be able to do something for them as well as ourselves and let them be able to showcase what they got going on. I mean, it's already, it's, it's awesome to work other places and to build that work relationship, which we have. But it's also, we, we think it's, it's pretty fucked up that if somebody's out there, they're about there bumping their ass for somebody and, and working and working and working and they don't get that, that right, that right to actually showcase what they can really truly do. I think that's fucked up. We're trying to do that for that person and also for the fans so they can get their opportunity to see that person work. That's, right. very, that's very dope. So we talked to Dustin about this. and I'm going I'm to throw it okay. at you because you're with him in this new promotion. 
is your promotion going to allow people to leave the ring? Like over the ropes, through the ropes? Because I know we talked to Dustin about it, and Dustin thinks it's ridiculous and thinks that's how guys get hurt. Yeah, it is pretty stupid. I, I think it's pretty dumb. But if there, my thing is, not everybody needs to do it. If there's that one, one or two people on the card that do it, that's their thing. Everybody else doesn't need to do the shit. At least not in the first three matches. That's always the, th- the rule of thumb. And Marcus Gibbs will be able to tell you that is that the first and second match, nobody goes to the top, and nobody gets out of the ring. You know, I don't, I don't mind it, man. But as long as there's only one or two people. But if it's everybody on the damn card is like, I need to fly. Yeah, fuck that, you know. I mean, I don't know. I, I've only been to a few independent wrestling matches, and most of them been uh, WXW matches here. And I mean, you don't. I didn't see people leaving the ring, and I'm not sure if it's that's the way Alpha runs it down here, or if the people here just aren't about it. But I mean, like I was watching. Uh, it was like a small venue Ring of Honor match. Right. And I saw a, a girl leave the ring and like her head hit into metal bars because they had the metal bar barricade still at this event. Well, that sucked. Wow. Like, right? Like, yeah, like, fuck. And she was like an attractive female. So, I mean, that's like what gets her through and over is, you know, being athletic and good looking. And she may have just fucked her whole career by fucking her face up. Right. Yeah, I think it's it, it also bases on the person and to know what they're doing by doing that shit. If it's somebody that you was like, if we trust that you're able to do that shit, then yeah, fuck it, have a day at it. But like I said, as long as it's one or two people that we know of, like we got a guy, and he's also another close friend, is uh, Suicidal Soldier. Yes, I love that name. That is a great Dude, wrestling name. He's, he flips, he does whatever. The man, I think about 12 years ago, flipped from inside the ring off the top of, of off of like a 16-foot ladder and did like a moonsault outside to the outside of the ring onto the floor at an indie show. You know, That's so crazy. Like, <laughs> did he get – I think – Did he I break something? It, uh, I, I mean, there was guys down there. I don't – I hope – at the time, I wasn't there, but I hope he didn't. You know, but he – he he's that guy. He's our our high flyer. Right? That's suicidal soldier is our high flyer. He does those things. And well, I mean, I guess with a name like that, it makes sense, right? But I mean, yeah, man, that's crazy. I feel like maybe if your background is like gymnastics or some shit like that, and like you know, you already have that skill set of, hey, I can see my landing. I know where I'm gonna land. Blah blah blah. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. I'm not into gymnastics. I can't do a handstand to save my fucking life. <laughs> but like if, if that's your thing, like and you can do like fucking quad flips and shit your pants while in the air spinning seventeen times and land on your feet, fine. But I mean it's not everyone's thing and like some people just shouldn't be fucking doing it. Yeah. I mean I know I understand where Dustin's coming from because I feel like that takes away from the actual wrestling in the match. You know. Back in I mean shit, back in the in the early nineties, all the way on back, you didn't see anybody like doing all that dumb shit. Nobody was out there flipping. Nobody was sitting there going through the ropes, baseball, diving, head first, you know, suicide, whatever. The suicide – everyone does – dude, there's a suicide dive every fucking match in, like, WWE. Pretty much. And Ring of Honor now. Every fucking match someone does it. It's the hip thing, man. I mean, you got to get the crowd to pop somehow now. 
I mean, well, they, we we did our pre-show for the last uh, WWE pay-per-view. Right. And I was like, as long as no one leaves the ring for the Braun Strowman-Brock Lesnar match. I'm like, there's no way Brock Lesnar leaves the ring, but Braun Strowman might. And what I do, I watch this event and fucking Brock Lesnar leaves the fucking ring. <laughs> they like, should have left the ring. Maybe that match wouldn't have been so boring. Well, I mean, it was two big guys that fucking can't run around for shit. Yeah, they should have been smashing into announce tables and all that other stuff. We've already seen that, though. What the fuck are they going to yeah, do that but again? I mean, so you give us that, you water it down? I don't know about all that. I'd rather have the same thing than a watered-down version of it. I would have rather yeah. seen another finish happen. Fucking Braun Strowman should have won that shit. He should have. All right, so... so Prince, how, what do you feel about the current state of WWE? Yeah, well, how, I was how, about to go there. <laughs> how do you... What's your big... What would you... What was your... If you were, if you were Vince McMahon right now, What's your biggest concern with the company? My biggest concern is um, he's already on this whole rated G thing. So I now I got to focus on keeping it like that. You know, and well, he's moving away from it. Yeah. Kevin Owens, get, Kevin Owens said it, fuck on TV the other day. Who did? Kevin Owens. He said fuck on national television. Wow. On the microphone. Nice. And what, Vince McMahon bled? Uh, yeah, the the next week someone else bled. Bleeding I, th- I think the I think the rules and the uh, they don't apply to those guys <laughs> because from what I understand, you get a big hefty fine if you color on TV, if you bleed on TV for any incident. Um, I think it's before a certain time. I think it's bef- if it's before nine o'clock is when you get a, a fee. I'm not 100 sure on that. You might be right. Yeah, I know it's South Park gets away with some stuff late. Yeah, our time here, SmackDown comes on at 7 and ends at 9. So, yeah, that, that kind of feels into that. But the state of it now, man, it is so – they lost – man, it's already too late to get away from that G rating of what the business is on TV. Uh-huh. Because there's there's too many parents that have their kids invested into the wrestling now. It really yeah. is. Because of, because of the John Cena, you know, of the whole hustle, loyalty, respect bullshit. Which, by the way, I I fucking hate that dude. By the way, you hate but, John Cena? But oh man, yes, yes. And Dustin Briggs and and Marcus Gibbs will tell you that too. I just I I don't think it can work, man. What? Man, you don't think it can work? Like huh? in ring? You think yeah, it's in ring? Really? I think it's way I, better. Outside of yeah, now that he's leaving, that's true. Huh? I will say over the last couple of years he's gotten way better, but before then he was kind of iffy. Yeah, I mean, shit. The only reason why they know him, he does this fucking brush his shoulders, five knuckle shuffle bullshit, and which <laughs> wait, 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 who started that? Who did? Who yeah? Who did start that? I, I'm pretty sure it was a, someone famous, and I think he was the voice of a famous person that they say looks like you. Who, who's that? I think it's uh, I think his name was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, because who started that was fucking Hulk Hogan's retarded ass doing his fucking yeah, leg. Yeah, Hulk started the five moves of death. That damn wow. leg drop that every nobody could ever kick out of. I like what a honky tonk man said about the leg drop. You hate taking it until you get the paycheck at the end of the night. <laughs> Damn right. 
Damn right. <laughs> you know, Marcus brought a good, 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 uh, a point up about that damn leg drop was, uh, if the leg drop was so stupid, you know, like I'm, I'm sitting here talking shit about it, you know, but then why did all, why did Ultimate Warrior have to move out the way just to beat him, you know, to make and avoid the leg drop if it was that stupid? Exactly. They built it up. So, you mean, you know, but yeah, those, uh, moves like that. And then, What's the other? What's the other one? Uh, well, fuck! I saw some chick does the leg drop now. She was on like the uh, that female tournament they did, the Mae Young Classic, and she does a leg drop, not just a leg drop, but like from like the top rope. Oh and, yeah, isn't that that uh, isn't that the Japanese chick? I forgot her name. No, oh, she does yeah. the elbow drop. Yeah, she does the oh, elbow yeah. drop. Beautiful elbow drop too. There was some chick that did a leg drop, and it was, it looked cool. Well, but John I, Cena was doing a leg drop for a little bit. Oh, yeah, but his looked terrible. Because, <laughs> like, his leg was stiff, and every time it hit, it looked like it actually hurt someone. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But, so, uh... All yeah, right, the so state of WWE, they're hurting. I believe they're hurting. Man. Who's your favorite, like, top-tier wrestler right now? Top-tier wrestler. Um, and by talking, talking about, I mean like in one of the top promotions, like either New World Japan, Ring of Honor, or WWE. And I could all include NXT if that makes you happy. Boo. There's nothing in NXT right now. So. Adam Cole's in NXT, and I f- I'm fucking all about this guy. So, Don't. well, you know it's crazy. Uh, here's a side note for you. Adam Cole actually came down. Was he's from you know Panama City or whatnot? He uh, I know that. Yeah, he's from Panama. Remember when he first came out at uh. He was the part. He was Panama City party guy or whatever his name was when he first came out in Ring of Honor. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, he actually worked a couple shows for XW two thousand back whenever he before he hit Ring of Honor and and all of that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he was down here. He worked a couple shows back in like two thousand two, two thousand three. Worked his way around and and got there. No fucking way. Well, how did you yeah. check that out later? Oh, he was—he did that for a little bit. <laughs> but uh, top tier wrestlers, wow. Are we talking about like the whole the whole thing? Are we talking about everybody? Like the whole gimmick promos, uh, in ring let's, work? Let's, let's go yeah. to top five. Top five wrestlers. Fine, we'll go top five, but make sure they're in order of least to best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say no particulars, but... Uh, I want to know who his top guy is, because clearly we all know mine is Dolph fucking Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Dolph fucking Ziggler. You know what's crazy is Dolph will probably be be number five, because just because I, he, he's, 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 he's actually pretty good. Dolph Ziggler heel, awesome. Dolph Ziggler face, he, he sucks. Well, it's the same way with Randy Orton. Randy Orton face sucked. Randy Orton heel pretty good. Yeah. It's, it, they should have just kept them healed the whole time. <laughs> um, Just for gimmick purposes, man, and how he's a foreign guy with the belt. I know that sounds so bad, right? But uh, I'm actually digging Jinder Mahal, whatever, you know, because of his. Oh, because no. Of, if you're, now, listen to me. Listen to everything that – how the people hate him. I like Jinder. I just think he's been champ too long. 
Yeah, I do. Honestly, I do too. But I feel like he probably should have lost it to. They probably should have put John Cena against him instead of Shinsuke. To give him the whole USA and India thing, you know, the old '80s gimmick matches like that, man. That's what they should have did. Yeah, I should have done AJ versus Shinsuke. I mean, uh, gender. Just right. took the belt off him and had Shinsuke and AJ. Could you imagine what AJ would have done in that fucking Punjabi prison match? Would have been better than Randy Orton, who didn't care, probably. No, that's what I'm saying. It would have been great. He would have jumped off like the probably the top of it and fucking Superman or super elbowed or whatever the fuck it is. Well, Damn, shit. Didn't he get a hurricane run or from inside the X Division dome shit? They had a TNA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or off the wires. Off the wires. He got hurricane run off the wires. It was one of those, but uh, yeah, that's another one of my my fiance's favorite is AJ Styles. By the way, throwing that out there. Oh, AJ's amazing. He's a great he's a great worker. I, I'd say he's the best on SmackDown right now, bar none. I don't and think I, anyone's close to him. I think he's got one of the greatest songs that like the intro songs too. Yep, that is true. Um, damn, dude, this is. I'm liking uh. The American, you know what? I'm, my number one is probably going to be the American Nightmare right now, dude. Cody Rhodes. Hey, that's Cody not a bad choice. Hell not yeah! Choice. I'm not mad about Cody that. Rhodes. I like Cody. He's in my top five. Cody Rhodes, to me, I think WWE slipped on him, man, hard. Oh yeah. They're probably Vince is probably kicking himself in the ass. Like, why the hell did this happen? How did this happen? How did you know he let I, that? You know why I didn't like him? Because he had a fucking lisp. Which is crazy. Yeah, they I know. The same thing. They did the same thing to his dad, though. You know? Uh-huh. They thought they I mean, could redo Goldust, but Goldust doesn't work in this era. No, he doesn't. The same thing, that's the same thing with Truth. Truth is the same with our truth him. They, they they just got to let them go. Yeah. there's there's. It's funny because, like, I was looking over, like, the Ross the other day, and there's, like, no one from, like, the Ruthless Aggression era still on. But there's all these people from, like, uh, the Monday Night War era where it's like this weird gap of talent that doesn't exist. It's very weird. Yeah, that is. Well, they say, damn, I don't know, dude. It's like, was the Ruth? Dude, I don't know about the Ruthless Aggression era. I liked it, though. It was awesome. Yeah, like like from John Cena, like, like there's John Cena and Randy Orton from that era. What else that's still in the yeah. company? Jericho. Jericho's only really off and on, and he came in and, like, and he's from like, Oh, he's real old school. Like he's in WCW. Oh yeah. he might have came in the middle of all that. Yeah, like I'm talking like people like like Daniel Bryan. He's injured. Punk's gone. Uh, Edge is injured. He's gone. Christian doesn't wrestle anymore. The Hardys are done with man. They're they're. Yeah. Ooh, Jeff's like ooh. I hope Jeff comes back, but I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Hardys. They just came back. They're not. Even, they haven't even been on the last three pay per views. So I don't know what they're doing. Well, it's because they're splitting up. They're going to do solos. Yeah, again. Matt's going to get Intercontinental or something. Yeah, I think Intercontinental and Jeff is going to get the Universal. Well, Jeff ain't coming back till next summer. Yeah, that's fine. Well, next spring, I should probably say. Oh, man. Um, Man, you know what? Yeah, I'm not – I don't know if I got a two and three, man. I just know or or, or two. I know I like Cody Rhodes. This is my number one. Cody's mm-hmm. your number one. 
yeah, man, he's just himself. He's doing what he does, and he ain't got no way to tell him to shut the hell up about it. That is an amazing feeling. It is. Plus, See, you know, what he he can't call himself Cody Rhodes right now, so he's just they introduce him as Cody. Yeah. Or the American Nightmare. <laughs> Those WWE boys. Those guys. And my brother just got he he won an auction that me and him were both in for a uh, fucking belt that has all auction. Remember, I, I sent you the pictures of it. That yeah. Belt. yeah, my brother won it, not me, little bastard. <laughs> but uh, he got this this belt, and I shit you not, it is the coolest thing. Let me see if I can find photos of it and send to you, because I'm telling you, man, it's like. Everything great about the Bullet Club in one belt, and they put it all together. Whoever made it did a great job. Man, did you hear this? Hear about the supposed uh, lawsuit WWE has against them? Against Cody or the Bullet Club? The Bullet Club. Oh yeah, they sent that cease and desist. Yep. About them using the too sweet sign. Come on, yep, man. Too sweet. The fuck the revival. Can't say yeah, that. <laughs> you kidding me? No, that's why you can't say. Co- that's why you can't use Cody Rhodes. It's the same suit. Yep, that's a pretty badass belt, there, man. Right? My, yeah, it's, my brother gets it tomorrow. Awesome. So, that is pretty badass. Who's your favorite uh, gimmick? Who's your favorite gimmick ever? Ever, ever, Ooh, ever. Who's your favorite gimmick? Everyone's got a favorite gimmick. Mine's Undertaker. Obviously. Man, I've always, man, for the longest, I've been a uh, a big Kurt Henning fan, man. Hey, Kurt Henning. Wow. That is not what I would have expected, but. Yeah, solid. dude, I mean, he's one of those, like, he doesn't get as much appreciation as a, as a lot of us he, he would deserve, you know, but recognition, rather. Um, but Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, man, yep. him and his little feuds he had with Hart and, uh, that, that, those were just things of, of, of awesomeness, dude. I love it. When he uh, perfect plexed uh, the big show, Yeah, still one of my favorite. It, it was just so so perfect. Wait, was he the uh, big then or was he the giant? Uh, I think he was probably the giant at the time. Or, or was he Paul White? Because for a little while there, he didn't know what he was. Yeah, I think he was, yeah, I don't he think was, he was the, the big show at the time. Yeah, I think he was the giant, yeah. But yeah, Paul yeah, he uh, was a great technical wrestler, great in ring. Just great. I think my favorite mm-hmm. gimmick is Surfer Sting. Surfer Sting, wow. I fucking love Surfer Sting. With the American paint all over his face and shit, bleach blonde yeah. hair. That was those are the good days. Huh. Hey. Let me see. Who yeah. So you got your promotion. Yes, sir. You're getting your merch. Who's doing the booking? Uh, Marcus Gibbs, I'm sure. Who's doing the booking down there? That's correct. Marcus Gibbs is the head booker. Um, he, he's actually he does a great job with it too, as well. Um, he got he, he to book you to win all your matches. <laughs> you know what? You, you need a manager. Because apparently, uh, I'm not allowed somewhere else. 
Dustin Dustin Briggs chose Marcus because I mispronounced his name once. I, well, you didn't mispronounce it. You gave him a new name. It was better. I improved it. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> I can't wait till Dustin's it? back. Uh, he called him like the Iceman Briggs or something like that. No, Trucker the, Briggs? The, the big Rig. Big Rig. Briggs. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Big Rig. I think that's what I'm going to call him from now on. I'm Hell yeah. Wow. Wow, Dust. You were getting this man heat. <laughs> you know, I'm going to call him that. Big Rig. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell him to start yeah, wrestling in them jeans again. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. <laughs> he needs to – oh, man, what were their names, man? Those two red the, – the trucker guys that were tag teams or whatever back when they did the whole WCW and WWE branded together thing. Oh, shit. Who were the trucker boys? Damn, I forgot their name, but that's he needs to dress up with a with the cutoff sleeve flannel shirt, some boots. Jeans. Yep. Cowboy hat. No, a trucker hat. Yeah, truck gotta be trucker oh, hat. Oh, with the, oh my god. And spit some tobacco a little bit. <laughs> get, get a little chaw. That's it. Dustin, if, it. Dustin, if you're listening, here's your new gimmick. Yeah, we've, we've made it for you. Um and instead of instead of him spitting it, he can dig in his mouth and pull it out and just throw it on the ground. Just throw it at some un unwelcoming fan. <laughs> Rub it in the camera lens. That's what... <laughs> yeah, we'll say yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, please. Well, my fiance says, bitch, please. Oh, then, shit. <laughs> That's what she says to him. No, it's whenever he says. Yeah, it's whenever he says, <laughs> yes, please. She replies with, bitch, please. <laughs> poor Dustin. Poor, poor Dustin. Uh... Yeah. That's my boy, though. She gives him more hell than anybody else does. <laughs> Someone's got to keep him on. <laughs> oh, big rig. <laughs> yeah, I hope that catches on. Oh, it's going to because I'm going to let I'm, I'm trying to put fire behind that. <laughs> it's going to be the next promo being cut against him. <laughs> I uh, need to. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, Marcus is our booker. He he does a great job, man. Like I said, we we try to put on for people that don't have that chance to put on their talent, and Marcus usually gives them that opportunity to do so. Whether it's you know at the show, before the show, or set up for them to roll around in it. Okay. Okay. He's where they're at, you know. So how does merchandise work for y'all? Like, is it, do you have like a stand where people can go buy whatever the fuck they want? Or is it like you sell your merch, Marcus sells his, Dustin sells his? Like, how uh, yeah. does... It's all individuals. We, everybody has a table. They, they have their table. They have their thing to set up. They sell it. Um, from what I understand, CWF, the, the page actually, the, Soon, if not now, are actually starting to sell some Dustin Briggs shirts. Okay. Other people start have putting merch on there so they can go ahead and, and purchase it from there that aren't able to make it to the shows to get any. Oh, words. Uh, we can buy them online, too. Damn right. Y'all should right. Just, like an Amazon. We'll be linking that in the description yeah. of this post. Yep. Well, you know, we're trying to do move things and and this is one of those. This this was one of those creative differences we had was with that as well. So, 
was like, I'm still with it and break off when I was able to do so. Makes sense. Because, I mean, that's how y'all make money, right? Is merch sales, right? Like, basically. I mean, well, I don't yep. know. That's, I mean, that's what I assume is merch sales yeah, pay bills. That's how it is. Um, the merch is all profit for us at, at any time, you know. Oh, that's awesome. We try to get it now. So, just in case somebody gets a call up to WWE, we can't do it there because. You know, he takes whatever is part of the gimmick and the character. That yeah. Guy, that guy takes it. Oh, Vincent man. Kenny McMahon. Yup. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever met him? Uh, I haven't had the opportunity to. I, I definitely damn sure wish I would have. Um, I know it would be cool one day. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. Well, if we can help push you... uh. Get you to that place. We'll do all we can. Man, that would be, you know, I, I really do appreciate that, you know. Hey, man, we support, we support local wrestlers, especially yeah. if they're heels. Jeez. Yo, I met your Uncle Affa once at the Claremont Comic Con. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a nice okay. guy. Is he? Yeah. Quiet. Yeah, he didn't talk very much, but he was nice. He said hi, shook my hand. What? That's- I think uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the reason why most people get DUIs in Claremont, Florida. <laughs> really? Yeah, apparently his mom was driving through here and got hit by a drunk driver. Oh, shit. So he like he fucking went and saw Claremont PD and was like, yo, this isn't cool. So we had our arrest doubled and then tripled like the next year, two years. Holy shit. Yeah, Claremont, we're popping, bro. We got things going Ooh. on. With wrestlers. <laughs> That's great. Great rep you got. That up, DJ. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's about it. Well, that's all I got in Claremont. I, but Miniola, Miniola's, what's up? Your Uncle Alf is here, has WXW. It's literally right down the road for me. They do it, I think, once Saturday every month. Yep. And they're cutting promos online now. Have you seen their Facebook page? Yeah, well, that's that, that's pretty awesome because that's something we're going to be starting doing as well. I mean, I, I, I tested Dustin about it. I was like, yo, bro, like there's small wrestling here, and they're cutting promos. Like they went, One of the guy went to like a White Sox game, was in Chicago, and cut a promo against someone else down here in Florida. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. It they're is, promo- yeah. They got like this, this big, big chick now that's wrestling for them. And she cut a decent promo the other day. Really? Yeah. I was surprised. If you need someone to help you with your promos, bro, I got you. Bobby's not, Bobby's not too good. Whoa, whoa. You, you already took Dustin from me, all right? If, if Paul, I'm trying, if Paul to, I'm, try, you, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to become the next Paul Wait, Heyman. You, Paul Heyman? Yeah, no. No one likes Paul Heyman. No one wants to be that guy. What do you mean no one likes Paul Heyman? Oh, ooh, that's the shit. You know what? I do not like Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman. Man, he's probably the 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 last fifteen years, man. He's probably been the there's there is that guy. He's probably been the best voice I've heard as far oh, as yeah. talking on the mic. Nobody can touch that. I don't not think there's anyone close to him. He's the I, what I do respect is he's the only person keeping like actual managers alive that are a male. Yeah, because half like in WWE now what. If anyone's a manager, it's usually like a hot chick that's just eye candy that tries to distract. Like 
Miz has his wife. Rusev had Lana before she was his wife. I mean. Yeah, there really aren't any type of old school promo cutting managers anymore. The Funkadactyls were there just to dance. Yeah. What, you guys don't like James Ellsworth? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I wanted is, is to he is he considered a manager? Like, is, is that what he is? Is he a manager? Well, not anymore. I mean, he's more a valet. He's the first male valet. Because, like, I feel like I yeah. see him on a leash sometimes. Like, he's on a leash now. Yeah, he's the first male valet in wrestling history that I can think of. Beyonce said he's a bitch. You know, I mean, does, yeah, like, I was, yeah. You know, he's, like, known for doing hardcore wrestling, right? Like, getting his, like, yeah. cuts and fucking fingers broken and shit, jumping through shit. He got burnt once. Yep. Like, imagine living the cush life being chained to ring posts. He gets paid, bro. <laughs> Fuck it. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, bro, you want to put a dog leash on me and pay me? Fuck it. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. I ain't hey, got no hey, back page of Craigslist. You all heard that. Uh, Bobby is looking. Pay me. My pride ain't that big. <laughs> <laughs> so, Prince, do you like the direction WWE's going? I know earlier you said you didn't like the G rating and all that. But as far as like in ring, how, how do you feel the talent of WWE's going? Oh, man. Um, talent wise, man, I. I I think what they need to do is actually venture out and grab these other people. I feel like they took too long on Bobby Roode. Uh huh. Took way too damn long on Bobby Roode because all his good years are TNA wise, man. That's true. You know, they the same thing with Shinsuke. They won't let Shinsuke be Shinsuke from New Japan and all that over there. Not at all. Because if they did, nobody would ever wrestle Shinsuke <laughs> Nakamura. <laughs> Honestly, that's true. Well, dude, they're, I mean, they're all getting old, though. Like, Shinsuke's, what, like, he's 30-something? So is yeah. Bob, Bobby Roode's, like, upper 30s. Yeah, Bobby Roode, I think he might turn 40 next year or this year, actually. And that's the thing. They waited so long on these people. Like, Bobby Roode was big and bulky in, in, in TNA when he was with Team Canada, him and James Storm and all that. When they were those guys, dude, they were awesome. Uh-huh. When they were big, yeah, that's dude. That's – Mm-hmm. That ties is kind of like that uh, ruthless aggression law because they all these guys were hot during that 2008 2012 like period and they didn't get them. No, well, they didn't. Well, that's why I like the acquisition of Adam Cole because he's younger. He's like what 27? I believe so. So I mean, he's got years left in him, and he's very popular around the world, and he's got good in ring work. I mean, fuck, he's like. They always say, oh, Seth Rollins is the future, but fuck, yo, Seth Rollins is like 34 or some shit. Well, see, yeah. They, they, Your future can't they, be with an older person. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's not the future. That's you just no. looking towards the past. But shit, how long are they going to sit on, on Adam Cole in NXT? I mean, they sat on Baron Corbin for what, like three years in NXT? Yeah, and see where Baron Corbin still is. Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because NXT has been a crapshoot with how people come out of it lately. Yeah. If anything, it's been a downward spiral. I don't even know if you can call it a crapshoot. Well, they have, all the people that were there are, are fucking main main roster from what, like, when they first opened up and turned into NXT and all that shit. So it's like. Yeah, they, yeah, they pretty much emptied it now. Now they have to make names of these other people that nobody knows like that. 
Exactly. Well, I think Adam Cole is going to win the WWE title off Drew McCartney or McIntyre or whatever the fuck you want to call him, the Scottish guy. Yeah. Uh, he'll, beat, he'll beat him, and then what will happen is, is for some reason he'll get called up and the title will go back, and then Drew McIntyre will hold it for like 17 years. No, Vince is going to Vince is going to put Drew on the main roster. Before, before Adam before. Cole? Yeah. No fucking way. Why? Because he's taller? Yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. What are you talking Drew? What are you, Bobby, Vince, I mean, Drew McIntyre is one of the few people Vince has given a second chance to. He's That's going true. to be on the main roster. Unless he just royally messes up. Like he just says, fuck you, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like he's he's big. He's he's basically what Baron what he thought Baron Corbin could be. Yeah, that's true. Just without the Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> like to go from three man bam to where he is right now, I, I don't see him not getting his run eventually. Right. God, yeah. I... He... Dude. And he was he was what he was an intercontinental champion, wasn't he? Uh, I forget what belts he held. Was it the U.S.? One of the two. Yeah, it was probably one of those. I know he didn't get any like real title runs. Because this is whenever they had, they still had this. Whenever he was there, what was it? Uh, they still had the whole. He was part of the actual SmackDown back in the day when they had the shattered fish or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he was also awesome back then too. Yeah, and they made a big deal about him when he came out too. Yeah. How do you feel WWE's handling like these these indie talents that they bring into NXT and then just like disperse out through the roster and whatnot? He I mean, was a continental champion and tag team champion with Cody Rhodes. Okay, there we go. I googled. Sorry. <laughs> like, if you were an indie guy going to NXT, would you feel like they're going to protect your image? Like, would how would you feel? I mean. How do you, who do you think's image they have protected coming in from the Indies and going into the main roster like that? Besides maybe, AJ Styles, maybe Balor. Maybe you think so. I, I mean Balor. I think his momentum got killed because he got injured his first night. Yeah. But as far as like his, okay, he they haven't hurt Balor. They haven't helped him, but they haven't hurt him. I mean, but by not helping him, do you think they hurt him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, shit, he just had a fucking – he just worked – he just wrestled Goldust on Monday. Yeah. The, God. I well, think – well, what's how, how a lot of people is Brock's got that title and now no one can touch him except Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's – That's killing a lot of – All right, tell me how Bobby Roode goes from being the ultimate heel on NXT, like biggest fucking heel NXT's had in a long time, to going up to WWE and instantly being face. Like, how does that happen? How, you know they're, make, they're changing a song, too. Shut the fuck up. No way. I heard, I heard, that, was, I heard that rumor that they're going to change the song, too. I will that's, not watch. That is if crazy. they change it, they, that, that's, that, that's him. That's pretty much Bobby Roode's gimmick is that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glorious. I've downloaded thing. like seven different versions of it on my phone. It's an amazing it's song. That's what they change it. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd lose. I'd start worrying about what's going on. I but, would I mean, they literally just stripped Enzo's whole character. My kids, 
My kids wait. My kids listen to Glorious and they sing along to all the words. So, so do I. I I sing when I play golf because I want to make sure I have a glorious shot. <laughs> do you have a glorious shot? Fuck no, I'm I'm terrible at golf. <laughs> but I try. <laughs> I I give it a good go. I figure if I'm, know, not, if, I'm Bobby, getting, if I'm not getting 120 shots on the golf course, I need to get my money's worth. I know that's right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of Bobby Roof, since he just debuted, if you could debut on the roster, who who you calling out first? Damn. Uh, shit. Who's first on the Prince hit list? I'd call out Bailey. No, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> she got I'm just bullshitting. So, uh, it would probably, you know what? For some reason, WWE has this theme of putting all the new guys with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I've noticed that, yep. Yeah, you know, that. so it's like, what the hell? Um, I would probably, you know, I'd like to work. I'd probably like to wrestle Baron Corbin, man. Oh, okay. As big as he is, you know, and the little, and how he moves somewhat, I, I, I like it. You know, Baron Corbin, he's, to me, his size, there's, he's, he's carried it all. I think he, he has that aggression there. Mm-hmm. Feel like you know, once WWE lets him pull that aggression out of him and lets him push it out like he wants to. Well, he's got he, a problem with uh, with locker room stuff right now, doesn't he? Like, isn't everyone fucking hate him? His, yeah, he's got a lot of backstage from yeah. Twitter. I mean, everybody, everybody hates the guy that that was the fucking Golden Globe boxer and is, is quiet to himself. What he needs to do is shave his fucking head. Like, dude, you're balding. We can all tell you're fucking balding. Or you can cut it like Billy Gunn. Yeah, that's true. I'd be fine with that. But he'd have, <laughs> to, he'd have to commit hard to it. Hard commit. You know, I think on Raw, if, if I SmackDown Baron Corbin would be that guy, I'd call out. But if it was on Raw and they're like, you know, dude was talking his cash shit, whatever, and he was like, yeah, there's this new guy, whatever. It would probably be and – it, and, and this is – this would be a a guy that I watched. Uh huh. And just liked, man, for the longest. Um, honestly, man, shit, I forgot my train of thought just like that. <laughs> I was gonna say this is a long intro. Who you got, man? That's what Samoans do. We forget. Um, fuck, man. No, I forgot. Is it Miz? No, it was, it, it was Roman Reigns. I was going to say, is it, is it the big he's dog? He's calling out Roman, the big dog. Yeah, the same guy that whooped my ass as a kid. That's who I'm calling out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Just make fuck sure that you bring, guy, I'm going to punch him in his face for real. Bring a hook. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. Bring your little hook, bro. Just fucking gash him. Then I'll do, like I do like I did as a kid and haul ass. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Barefoot, no weight. That's it. Can't catch me. They <laughs> got that sneaker weight. It's barefoot, hauling ass. Does does <laughs> does Roman ever come by the uh, come by the Pensacola and all that still? Uh, you know he's he's so busy, man. He's always he's he's around the world. You know what I mean? He, he's that guy. You know, pretty much. Yeah, he's, like he's the stated, guy. He's the guy. He's the he's guy. Like, <laughs> Literally, he beat John Cena, and he's John Cena's going to retire now. 
He's you that sure guy. Act like it. Doesn't he act like it? I feel like he's done. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's slated he, to come back. He, yeah, he did say he's done. He's not retiring, but he's done for now. He's done for yeah. full-time work. He's not going to be full-time anymore. Full-time. When was the last time he did full-time work? 2015, maybe? Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah. But he's been doing more – like, you know, when you think of, like, part-time, you think, like, you know, Brock Lesnar or you think uh, Chris Jericho. I mean, he does, he does more – yeah, Undertaker. He does more work than them, so. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it's not just, like, doing in-ring work. Like, you know, he does all the fucking make-a-wish shits. He goes and does all the don't bully your classmates stuff. Uh, Be a star. He, sparkle, sparkle. He, dude, he, he, he shines bright. Like oh, a yeah. I mean, like he said, no one else is stepping up to take his place, so that's why he's still there, right? I don't know, man. Roman's got that little My Little Teacup commercial I keep seeing her here and there, so. My Little Teacup commercial? Which is the awesome, which is an awesome commercial, by the way. You haven't seen that? No, nah, I don't think I've seen it. I'll have to check uh, it out later. You know, I don't even remember what the commercial's for, but he's in it with his daughter, and someone's watching through his window. He's like, my little teacup. Sure. And like he's bending over on one leg to pour like fake tea into a cup and shit. No, yeah. I haven't seen that's it. Let's check it out. That's one of those step up and be a father thing, you know? Yeah, really that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's, that sounds dope. So, yeah. But Dean Ambrose would probably be that guy. I'd rather probably like to work. Oh, oh Dean Ambrose. That's a, good, that's a good match. That's a good choice. Mr. Uh, Mr. Workaholic. Mr. Yeah. Works every day of the fucking year. Pretty much. Dude, that guy never gets a break. And I mean this in both the sense of like a nap and like, yo, fuck, he had the championship for how long? Yo, give the man another title shot. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got it now. He, he's pretty neat. He's I there, would, you know, I like that. I would love to see like Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins as a pair have – the Raw Tag Team Champions, and then fucking Dean Ambrose get the Intercontinental and, like, Seth Rollins get the Universal and then be like, yo, fuck everyone. Shield See, back, now, baby. See, now that's some video game shit you're talking about. I'm telling right. <laughs> If the writers would write it this way, though, I'm telling you, people would be more interested because, like, they pick, they pick and choose little fucking favorites based on, you know, whom Vince McMahon thinks is taller or has a stronger muscle mass or sucks his dick on Friday. Like, this is... You mean the bookers pick who they want to book? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is a great gimmick, so shouldn't you be so happy right now? I don't know. Like, I just... I don't understand how fucking Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt were all WWE champions, and now we're fucking looking at them like, oh, you're not shit anymore. Like, you're not good anymore. Like, they're clearly still good wrestlers. You're just booking them. Do you, do you, think, oh. Bray, do you think Bray Wyatt really, really deserves that? No, um, and I, I think I, – I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Dean and Seth down there with Bray. I'm sorry. I, I think that's disrespectful. Well, they're all WWE champions that are getting, like, misbooked is what I'm saying. No, Seth and D- – did you watch that tag match Sunday? I mean, yeah. That was, that, was a, that, was a, that was an amazing match. 
Yeah, but like, look, do you think you want to go from being a singles champion to a tag team champion? Like, that's the same equivalent. I mean, you got you got to do it at one point. Not everyone's going to be a champion all their career, right? Like, I don't think anyone's ever been like a hundred percent in the title shot. Not even Hulk Hogan was champion race all the time. No, that's true. Even Hulk, yeah, Hulk had the tag belts with the uh, Edge. So I mean, at some point you're gonna do it. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yep. Oh man, that was that was whenever they were on SmackDown as well back in the day with old Drew Mack and whatever the yeah, hell his name. Oh man, that SmackDown era was amazing. I think it's so underrated. Could you imagine That's- if the Usos did solo careers? It would feel it weird would. at this point. It would. It would. But- it was kind of weird. Whenever uh, Jay was out with his shoulder, it was kind of weird for Jimmy to be in there by himself and doing commentary and shit. It's true. Put him on different shows, and then they could swap one time just for shits and giggles. <laughs> like like the Bells used to do. Oh, God. You mean some under-the-rings type stuff? Yeah. Why not? It worked for them. Full yeah, of fresh you, ideas, you, guys. Full of fresh ideas. <laughs> Oh man! Now, I don't, man, I've always seen them together. That's that. That's how weird it would seem. You know, growing up, I always saw them together. So it was like, if one was without the other one, it'd be like, where the hell is he at? You know, seen their so, whole life. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like for a little while you could tell them apart because like one weighed a little bit more than the other, and now like, like now they look the same again. I'm like, I get confused all the fucking time. There's no face paint. I'm like, what the fuck? Which one's Jimmy? Which one's Jay? Jimmy. Jimmy's the one with the more cleaned up, you know, kind of packed in beard. Jay's the one with the wild goatee. Oh, okay. All right. Yo, they have a football contract. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, with the Adidas and all that. That's pretty pretty awesome. Yo, they fucking, they get fresh. I'm telling you, I was telling, I talked to, Marks about this last week is like they need to get their own shoe line. Get them that WWE I mean, the new day, shoe line. Yeah. That, they, they I think, WWE, the, I think I WWE has a merchandising problem. That's another story. Yeah. I mean, the only person's merch that I see is growing is as of like the last few years was the New Days because they're out there with all their shit. They're all, yeah, exactly. they're 100%, they're 100% committed to their merch and getting it out there. That's how they get paid, man. Shit, they. I... Well, like what? It's not. I think it's which one gets paid the most. Um, the smallest guy. What's his nuts? Xavier. What's his nuts? No, <laughs> not Xavier. Xavier no. Woods. No, the small guy, the skinny high flyer. Kobe. From the new day. From the new day, yeah. Kobe Kofi King. Kingston. Kofi Kingston has the highest contract of the three of them. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, yeah, of course. He's he's the veteran. Yeah, he's the veteran. So he has the highest contract. So, like, the other ones get paid more because I think, like, the New Day as a contract had, like, it was, like, a 50-50 merch thing. Really? Yeah, so they get, like, half their merch sales. Nice. As much as they bring in, I'm sure WWE doesn't mind. Well, Well, I think it's, like, Roman's the biggest merch sales. Then, like, New Day was, like, third or some shit. And... Pretty sure he's been seen it for like the last nine years. He's number one. 
No, like like the last two years, it's been uh, Roman Reigns. Really? For merch sales, yeah. He's top notch. Oh, that's dope. Pretty and awesome. his, his vests are fucking expensive. They're like 90 bucks. Are they really with real Kevlar? No, they're just like <laughs> little. They it's, it's, paying 90 bucks it's, it. it's almost like a fishing vest. It's got like extra pockets and shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I want that. I'm gonna, I think it was Kevlar by it. Damn. So, Prince, let's give you some yeah. booking practice. You got the yeah. next uh, WWE pay per view. Book it for us. Either brand. Which wow. is hell in a cell. Well, shit. Uh, you want me to book that for you to give y'all who uh, just book the main work and who and all that. Yeah, give us the main event. Give us the main Make event. Give us the main event. Yeah. Well, who's the main event now? Is that Shane McMahon and Kevin Owen? Uh, I think so. that's definitely the one they're. Uh, what was I say? Advertising the most. Well, there's yeah, uh, Jinder and uh, Shinsuke, too. Or Jinder's Jinder, been Owen a mid-card since he had the belt. I know. Kevin Owens slipped up and said something about it last night on SmackDown and was like, when I main event, Hell in a Cell and beat up Shane McMahon or whatever. I know he said something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because um, he said that, they'll probably, they'll probably move it down a slot just to piss Yeah, like, you asshole. Yeah. This is your uh, fault. You're fired. Who would you book one in that match? Man, you know what? Because Kevin Owens, man, I would honestly put Kevin Owens over on that. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to keep going with this Kevin Owens versus uh, the McMahon thing, dude? I think for Shane to have a, a like an actual uh, storyline where he could ever be considered tough, he has to win something. He's yeah. lost every fucking match he's been in. Yeah, seventeen years of losses. Especially with like them being, you know, talking about his family. If he doesn't win this match, they need to stop booking him as a wrestler and just let him be a fucking manager. Well, you know, if Vince gets involved, which probably will happen. I hope so. Kevin Owens. This is that's how I would have it. I'd have Kevin Owens would probably be whooping ass or whatever. And Vince comes down to the ring, open up the damn, open this cage up right now and shit like that. You know, whatever distracts him, and then that's whenever. I think it would be better if, if Triple H came down. Nah, he you know, never explained that Triple H Kevin Owens universal title reign thing. Did they? Did yeah, that was weird. Never explained um, that. <laughs> I think Triple H coming down there would. He, everybody hates him now. They're always going to hate him, regardless of what happens. True. But you know, what'll probably happen like is then to rush down there. No, stop it. Open up this gate, I'm coming in to kill you and whoop your ass. You know, but I mean back. Triple H is family, technically. Yeah. It's true. It's a it's a it'd be a more interesting twist than Vince McMahon coming down. I think that's what'll happen. I don't think I don't see Vince McMahon coming back. I see Triple H probably coming back. Well, it would be bomb if he got in there and fucking pedigreed Shane and then, then left. That'd oh, yeah. Up. That would whew. That would shake the that'd rocks. That would be awesome. Come out there, bam. Look at you. You already know how to book storylines. You got the drama down. You guys are going to be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's how that would end. 
But they need the heels to help them because clearly y'all didn't even think about fucking Triple H. So I said my shit. That's true. You are the man, Bobby. Hell yeah. Hey, if you guys need, yeah, if you guys need to come up and book for you, we'll uh we'll send you uh we'll send you some fee papers. You know, let you know. <laughs> Make sure the ink is in the pen when you send that. Also, okay. Ah, work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'm not so, too I'm not too interested in a Shinsuke Nakamura and Jinder Mahal match as well. Is it because you don't like gender? Because you don't like shit stain? Shit stain. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't like Shinsuke for some reason. I don't know. Nope, not a fan. Oh, I'm I'm not WWE Shinsuke fan. I like his gimmick. I like the entrance and all that. You know, that's that's the one thing I like. And but because he's not his strong style guy, uh huh, it's not what I'm interested in. I think yeah. because I can't understand what he says, and then he wears a fucking mouthpiece, which makes it even harder, is ridiculous. If he had a fucking manager like Paul Heyman, probably be a fucking huge fan because he's good in the ring. I'd also like it better if he had like abs or something. You know, he looks like a chubby little skinny kid. That's okay. Up. Anything else you want to talk about, Shinsuke? For? Fuck, dude. I I just I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Go back, go back to New World Japan. Yeah, I mean, if you only watch Shinsuke and uh, WWE, I think you might have a hard time falling in love with him. But I'll never forget the matches he had in New Japan against Ibushi. Oh, just, that match was so good. Against AJ, uh, limitless, great Shinsuke. Yeah. But that match, I'm not too too interested in that. No, it's, it's probably not going to deliver. Oh, I've got a question for you. Yeah. So, and this will be my last question because I know you've been you've been on here for a while. No, it's um, all good. Man. So, as far as the whole injuries thing go, like you know, they ended Edge's career because of concussions, and they've ended Daniel Bryan's because of the same situation. But Daniel has been cleared by other doctors, and what Ring of Honor said they would send him a contract once he's up with WWE to wrestle. Right. Do you think that WWE is taking too strong of a point, or do you think they're not protecting their wrestlers enough as far as the in-ring work goes? So it's like kind of a two-part question, I guess. Well, if they were protecting their damn wrestlers the way they were supposed to, not everybody would be fucking diving out the damn ring. <laughs> Valid point. But do no. you think do you think they're like having you know fucking neurosurgeon after neurosurgeon come in and tell you, hey? You can do this, but the WWE doctor's like, oh, you know, they pay me to say you can't. I think, yeah, I think they, what they do is they, they they got too much of a leash on 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 that type of shit. I mean, damn. If the fucking NFL, if they're doing head-to-head collisions fucking damn every damn week, and they're clearing players to play by fucking Tuesday after they had a game Sunday, I honestly feel like there's there's no reason why if a professional doctor like Dr. Andrews or somebody or anybody else I said, this guy's good to go. He can come back and wrestle. You know, why not? I mean, I know I'd be fed up and pissed off about it if I was cleared and still in the contract to do shit and I want to wrestle. And then I'd be <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I think he's going to have ring rust now. He's been out for like almost, what, two years now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Like, how do you come back from that? Like, unless like he's practicing somewhere. Well, I'm not even sure if he's allowed to practice with WWE contract. Probably, probably you know, not. probably on his own in private somewhere, not you know, 
he might hit it. He might have his own place, whatever, do what he needs to do there just to keep it off. But he's not going to obviously do it on camera out in the eye of the public. Well, it's kind of hard with fucking total bellows and shit. Yeah, that dumbass shit. Fuck. That right there, that show, that kind of killed the whole kayfabe thing in the back. Because everybody being friends and shaking hands or showing heels and faces, shaking hands and being funny. Yeah. And that, to me, that kind of killed that. But, you know, I hate that shit. Actually, that's a question. I haven't asked money. As someone on the indie scene, do you think kayfabe matters anymore? Man, I honestly think so. It does. Because, I mean, we got people, I mean, they got like Braun Strowman on Tinder. The other day I saw him reading like lines from Juno on Twitter in a video. Like, do you think kayfabe matters? I, man, back in the day, people legitimately thought that the Rock and Stone Cold hated each other all through their life. Uh Maybe they would be, you know, this is damn. The social media nowadays is what killed all kayfabe. Well, that's not true because sometimes they do like after TV matches where like, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold would come out and they'd joke around and fucking the whole spinner. You ever seen that Spinner Rooney video? Where they try to yeah. Get yeah. Spinner Rooney? Fucking hilarious. Do you remember what happened after all that shit and how Triple H got his ass whooped and he was the biggest heel in the, on the company? <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So there was still a level came- of, yeah. I guess, was I guess that makes sense. If Vince now and, you know, since he's taken over, he's had people fly in. They fly in on the same plane, but they take two different shuttle buses into the airport. The heels ride one bus, faces ride a different bus. Mm. Yeah, I miss, I miss good storytelling, man. I think it's really absent in WWE right now. What it is is they got too many damn fucking pay-per-views and – Early night, late nineties, early nineties. You had one what every two months. Yeah. Yep. And so storylines were able to build and build and build and build, and that's why you had shit for like a year and a half of the Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and everything added. Oh, well, fuck! I hear like I've been reading like some articles about how they're game planning to bring back the WCW pay per views too. So they're gonna add one. It's gonna be like every fucking Sunday. It's like what? Because they're they're doing it for the WWE Network. Oh shit! Yeah, that's stupid. But what WCW pay per views will they bring back? I know Uh, they're doing a Starcade event in November, and they haven't said whether or not they're just going to add them onto the slate or they're just going to like rename stuff. Which I hope they just honestly rename it. So far, yeah, right now the only thing they have announced is Starcade, and that's just going to be a uh, it's just going to be a live event. It's not going to be a pay per view. But they might bring oh, back uh, Halloween Havoc, and like they named one other one. There's like three more. You had three more pay per views to the schedule. That's what? fuck. That's so many. Starcade. Wasn't that like their ver- what was their version of wrestling? Was it Starcade? Yeah, Starcade. Was Starcade. Yeah. yeah, that was the, yeah. The big. I don't one. know. We'll see what they do. I don't think they'll add more pay per views. I think it'd be dumb. They got like Great Balls of Fire. That's a stupid name. The like, they didn't bring back that shit like Capital Punishment and all that dumb shit. Yeah. So I would love to see a War Games match in the current WWE. I think that might be interesting. That's actually, that, yeah, that would be pretty cool being able to see all that. Yeah, War Games were in, War Games were fun. Well, what if they what if they buy a what global whatever that thing is called now? Global Force. 
Yeah. I don't want anyone global force in WWE. At all. I can't think of anybody in that company. Maybe Bobby Lashley, because he's gotten better. But other than that, I can't think of anybody. I don't even know who's in it anymore. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah. Probably... Yeah, Matt Morgan's trash ass. Yeah, I can't think of anybody I really would be like, oh, my God, they're coming. Is uh. What Br- Brooke Hogan still there? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I remember she wanted to wrestle. Yeah. Who knows how that would turn out? There. So, Prince, so Prince, any parting ideas you want to give any up and coming wrestlers you want? Wait, any what? I'm sorry. Any advice you want to give to up and coming wrestlers, such as uh? People who may want to start their own promotion or just break into the business. First, as a wrestler, as as a as a trainee man, just you know, keep grinding, keep doing it, man. Take that bump, you know, take that fall. I have to take that punch. That just take it. If that's what needs to be done, take it, and don't uh, don't ever sell yourself short in this business. I respect that. I'm all wicked, but also by. By Matt, Matt and White, by both of them, that you give what you get in this business, man. You know, especially the respect. Respect is probably the biggest thing that a lot of people are missing. A lot of these workers are missing nowadays in this in this thing, man. They walk into the locker rooms and they have their head up high and their chest out, and they just think, "Okay, yeah, I'm that guy because I'm a pro wrestler." No, you're not that guy because you're a pro wrestler. You're not. You you're pretty much the shit until you can. Prove yourself in the locker room and in the ring and to these people that you're worth watching. You know, keep keep who you are in that ring, man. Carry yourself among as a professional. Don't lay down for anybody. That's the one thing. Don't lay down for anybody. That's some good advice, man. Any shouts you want to give, man? Yeah, man. You know it, man. Um, CWF, man. Big time, man. Again, like I said, we have our show October 21st. In Central Florida, anybody around that area that's listening to this, you know, that will listen to this, come check us out. Um, information is on Central our page. Florida, huh? We're, okay, you got it. Okay, we'll post a link to that. Yeah, I'll, shoot, if he's in Central Florida, I'll be stopping by. No, it's Century, Florida. Oh, Century. Oh, I thought you were saying Central. Oh, okay. Century? Yeah. Let me see how far that is. Central Florida. That's probably, that's all the way, all the way in the corner of here. Of the oh, oh, oh. Damn near, you're probably a rock throw away from being in Alabama. Oh, wow. Literally. Yeah. Well, um, that might be a different story. Well, Bobby, I'll leave that one to you. <laughs> <laughs> IPW, man, Impact Pro Wrestling, man, those guys over there as well. Man, they, they do they do great work. Another promotion that myself, Marcus Gibbs, T.A. Jones, Dustin Briggs, we all go to them. We work for these guys. We wrestle. Um, we're booked there. Revolt, Ryan Fury out there in Alberta, um, Alabama. Those guys as well. Um, big shout out to everybody that's helping us out through this. And, you know, my backbone, honestly, my fiance Chelsea, she's she's seen me through all of this hardship, man. She was there for me on my downs and my ups, and she's really just helped me grind and get better at what I'm doing. Um, she, you guys, she your Miss Elizabeth, bro? Uh, yeah, actually, she is. Hell yeah, she honestly <laughs> is, man. Uh, at one point, I. At one point, I just about almost walked away from this business because I just got in this. 
well, what happened was me and Marcus Gibbs were in the middle of the match. Uh, he goes up for a drop kick, comes down, and lands on his knee and hurts it. So I'm thinking I did it, and I feel bad. I feel completely bad about it. I get to back, and, you know, it bothers me so much because he's my, he's, he's one of my best friends to the point where, like, man, I don't know if I can do this because I'm scared I'm hurting another one of my buddies, my friends. And he happened to hurt himself, and she said, look, it happened. For about two weeks straight, I'm calling him, checking on him. She's like, look, you better not quit because if you quit, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. That's what she said. <laughs> so, yeah, man, some good motivation. Hell yeah, man. Laughing. And my kids, they, they love watching me do it. So that's what I do it for. I do it for these four. Oh, man, that's amazing. It's beautiful you got that kind of motivation behind you. Yeah, man. Family's important, bro. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what I love about it. <laughs> Is there any place me uh, we can find you at? You know, any social media that follows, fans can follow you from? Yeah, I actually have my page, uh, the Polynesian Prince. Uh, you'll see the big Samoan guy with his fat belly sticking out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, uh, CWF again, man. Uh, I'm I'm there also along on um, Instagram. Catch me there every now and then. Okay. Polynesian Prince? Yes, sir. Um, again, to that up-and-coming guy that, that might, I hope, this catches your ear. Don't feel defeated whenever you just feel like you're not going nowhere. Because you might not get that one-on-one -on -one attention. Doesn't mean you're not being looked at. Someone's always looking at you from a distance. So keep yourself in that position. And just work your position to the best of your ability. That's solid, you know, dude. That's solid, man. Well, thank you for joining us, man. This has been a great conversation, dude. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate hey, you dude, coming man. on. Man, no problem, man. You know, like I said, when Dustin told me, he was coming on here, so man, I want to go too. You know, and we like if you, if you guys would like to be on here at the same time, we'd love to have a big round table discussion with you guys. All man, that'd be uh, you, Dustin, Marcus, all come yeah. on. That'd be great. That'd be awesome, man. That'd yeah, we have a CWS special. Yeah, that's why. Like last weekend, I told uh, last Saturday. Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah, all met fun. up. We're hanging out together, so I was like, man, that'd be perfect. That was yeah, we might, yeah, we might just oh. have to. Maybe we'll just come oh, up dude. there to the uh, panhandle, sit down with do you guys. Love, man, do it. Come up here. We can hang out, have lunch, dinner, hang out, do whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Have a podcast. Have Damn some right. shots. Have a good old time. <laughs> you a weekend out of it. I ain't scared. Right, that would be great. Yeah. We'll get well, – heels will get on that. Be Try to get it. Feels guest special. Oh, yeah. We'll have to make sure it's event time, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got promos for you. Everything. Video shots. T-shirt sales. Do the whole shebang. Yeah. That'd be great, dude. Do you guys have any merch for yourselves, actually? Uh, we will be working on that soon. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're trying. We're getting there. <laughs> but Man, you go. let me know when y'all get your uh, shirts or whatever, you know, dude. I'd like to get one. Hell oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You guys will be the first people we hit up. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Prince, man. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for joining, uh, joining the Heels family. And we hope I can do that, actually. Hope I can get to that point to where they'll let me be a heel, turn heel on anybody. <laughs> oh, we, we hope we'll be there for you. And we'll 100% back that decision. Back the heel life. Yeah. Yep, heels yeah. at all time. All right. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks, fans. Thank you for tuning in. 
Uh, Prince, stop by anytime. We'd love to have you. Thank you, man. Thank you. It was fun. All right. All right heels guys. out. Heels out. Peace.